Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This week on Zero Doinks, it's game week. The Bears host Green Bay on Thursday night to kick off the whole league in front of a national audience, and we're going to talk about it. Also, the debut of Bears Fantasy Corner, a very special hams and eggs with a special guest that you'll learn all about, Big Ten Minute, who's going to pick who, see me after class, and lots of other surprises. Please join us. Buckle up. It's going to be bumpy and hot. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Oh, man, it feels so good to be back in the in the lab here for episode five. How are you doing tonight, Dan? I could not be better. I'm so boned up for week one coming up. Real football. It's, it's finally here, Bill. It. It has been a long time. We've been talking about ramping up for week one since the double doink and Cody Parkey's horrible, horrible moment that ripped the souls from all of our bodies. Um, Dan, um, you know, we had ourselves a bit of an experience over the weekend. Care to enjoy or let the audience enjoy yeah. what we did? We had a little face-to-face time and a little bit was driven by our hams and eggs guest. We need to had to be at a special locale we were at a place called ameristar casino in east chicago indiana we yeah, yeah we this kind of was a late late turn of events we saw they were opening their sports book on sunday morning uh around 11 a.m i believe it was and we said hey we have a fantasy football draft that we've been doing for one billion years and we, let's why don't we swing through there on our way? Well, it wasn't on our way at all, but we're like, no. let's check this out. Let's get a wager in and let's figure it out. I would rate the whole experience of the Maristar as around, I don't know, maybe a D minus. They did not have their shit together. No, it's like it's as if we had to tell them that it was opening day for yep. the sports book. And you're right about. Indiana not being on the way it's really not on the way to anything I no, think is what we can all conclude right I mean state. Yep. we love we love our Bears fans in northwest Indiana don't get us wrong you know we're not trying to insult you personally we're trying to insult the rest of the state all the Hoosier yep. fans basically yeah, the Colts it. and the Hoosier fans yeah yeah yep, yep, yep that's yep. it um did we successfully place any wagers well we did we finally got there it wasn't looking good here, here, let me walk through my experience. I walk up to a kiosk. There's about 15 people in suits, all managers from what I could tell. Uh, pit bosses? I don't know. But all of them seemed fucking clueless about what was happening. So I walk up to the kiosk. I put my money into this machine. I'm like, here we go, baby. I'm ready to roll. The only thing you can bet on is baseball and fucking tennis. Nope. Like, where's my Where's my NFL football? Had to put some hot cash on the Bears. And all we had to do is refresh the screen a million times. 
I mean, one of the pit bosses' suits was swearing, but we finally got there. Bears minus three. You did the same, right, Bill? I did the same, and to be honest, it could have been minus six, minus eight, whatever. It was happening from my end and probably yours, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, w- I didn't drive to Indiana to just hold my dick in my hand and not put some hot cash on the Bears. That's true, although I was very tempted to put a 10-ski on Gail Munfields in the U.S. Open. Actually, I don't even know if he's been eliminated yet, so he, he's probably been gone for a while. You, that's not even a real person, is it? I probably it completely butchered Mon his Fields? name. <laughs> he's Munfields and on your booty, am I right? <laughs> You're right. I'm All in. All right. Do we? Well, yeah. So we got a little. We got a little bit riding on the on the Bears. Obviously, they're going to win. Obviously, they're going to cover. Yes. So I'm already regretting driving back to that shithole casino. They probably should have waited another. I don't know a month to have a few meetings about how all of it would work. Yes. They were they were blaming Vegas servers. Come on, grow up, grow, grow up, up, Ameristar. Come on, Indiana. Get a real name. Get it together. Uh, but I. <laughs> We want to just get into it, the Bears game. We just want to just get a good feeling for what's happening. I will be in the house, wouldn't miss it. Maybe I'll check out the kickoff party. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I hear Chance the Rapper and Chance the Snapper is going to be there. So I'm going to see both of them, maybe. I don't know. Going with Beasel. Yes. That's all we need to know there. Yes. Um, but as we mentioned, minus three. How are you feeling about things, Bill? So I feel incredible about it. I truly, it'll be like Christmas morn on Thursday. It's going to be great. I am very jealous. I will not be local on Thursday. So um, I'm going to miss some of those festivities. Chance the Rapper will not, unfortunately, be on my menu of food to take a bite out of but hopefully you'll do it on behalf of both of us um the only thing you and i've been texting this week because we always do we're like long lost lovers and uh you've had a little bit of angst about the bears injury report specifically with one person that we've mentioned a couple times care to share that with the class yeah, not shocking at all. It's going to be starting tight end Trey Burton. Mm. But let me jump ahead. Yes. I saw just a little while ago, I think the Packers have 20 guys listed on their injury report. Did you see that? I saw that. that, that I, I don't know how that's possible, but that made me feel a slightly better. Yeah. So this shit with Trey Burton, though, it's it's crazy. Like, I, I nobody wants to hear about the goddamn Cubs. Thank you for ruining my summer. I'm a Cubs fan fuck off Boo. but it, it it made me think of uh the whole path of brandon morrow which gross if if you don't follow the cubs no, nobody really cares i get it but just just bear with me here no so brandon morrow was like one of theo's big signings he all of a sudden july of last year was the last time he pitched and when he came he was injured july 15th 2018 and they listed his due to a bone bruise in his pitching arm. What what the fuck is that? And they go, "It's cool. He'll be he'll be pitching next week." It felt very much like, you know, Trey Burton's just like, "Hey, he's just got a little bit of a groin pull. He'll be fine." But it came out of complete nowhere, and Brandon Morrow might not pitch ever again. It's a long stretch, I know, and I'm not explaining myself well, but you fucking deal with it. But it just feels like, you know, even listening to Theo this morning, and just rambling through a bunch of questions from reporters. And, you know, he's like, it's an unrelated groin issue. 
it's unrelated to a sports hernia surgery. Now, how much groin space could you have where they would be unrelated? They got to be related, right? Well, and this is a fact. Yeah, he probably well, guess, he probably has a lot more groin area than I do personally. I can't speak for you, you. and I put together. I agree <laughs> with that. But just the fact that you know, just the mysterious late scratch from the game uh, in January. And then all summer, you just kind of don't hear anything about it. You just assume he's okay. And then, whoops, he had hernia surgery. Right. It seemed like they waited forever to do that. Uh, I think he practiced He practiced the first week of camp, and that was it. And, and they're just like, well, we're, we're taking it slow. Okay, now game week comes up. And, you know, I think we've been worried about it, about the tight end position as a whole. They didn't, they didn't do anything to improve that position outside of, you know, Ian Bunting. R.I.P. Whoops. Uh, but, but you know, and now game, you know, now it's it's game, it's week one, and they're like, well, yeah, now he's hurt. It's like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Yeah. And so right. they clearly thought they're banking on him being better, I think, and and banking on Shaheen being healthy and actually producing. But now here we are, and we're relying on Shaheen and Ben Brabber Brabber. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm just gonna say I'm nervous because. I kind of went back and, and like read a few articles about what happened in the double doink game, and you know without Burton out there, they were the pa- uh, not the Packers, goddammit. the Eagles seemed to really key and take uh, Cohen out of the, out of his game. Right. So I think that's that's going to be a, that could be potentially be a problem. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm over. Th- I may be overthinking it because I'm tight end biased, but yeah. I I don't I don't like much like Brandon Morrow. Everyone just sort of like it's very mysterious, and it just it just sort of lingered on, and everyone just sort of forgot. And they're kind of the same. They're the same in the regards like it'd be nice to have him. He'd be a key piece, but you can win without him. So everyone seems to just sort of poo poo it until you're like, you know, what'd be nice a fucking tight end that could catch the ball. It would be. Um I get where you're coming from. I don't know that you're necessarily overreacting. I know you're biased to the position, about the position. I know you're very skeptical, um, as we all are, based off of what happened in that horrible playoff loss the last time that we saw our beloved blue and orange, orange and blue. And so I, I totally get where you're coming from. I do like the fact that at least he has participated in practice, although on a limited basis. At least he's not totally yeah. been out. That's encouraging. That's kind of what I'm hanging on to. I guess we can believe Ryan Pace when he says it's a new injury. We Obviously, I don't know if you're going to inspect his groin personally. I wouldn't <laughs> mind, I suppose, just to make both of us feel better. Uh, mm. I would do it for you, yeah. I'd pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole... Well, we'll see. We'll see. You're, you're right. I mean, most of my – angst came from yesterday when he didn't practice yeah this is we're recording this on tuesday and i know he practiced today so i'm feeling a little better i, I you got a nitpick here it's packers yeah I'm, I'm nervous i'm nervous no so and that i'm trying to cover all bases it makes perfect sense i think nagy said today after practice that they're prepared both you know i assume with the game plan with them and without them which puts them certainly a step ahead of where they were with the Eagles game where it seemed like Burton woke up right. with a tight groin and you, and there was nothing yeah. to plan for. Um, so I guess that's a positive. And, and I guess also, worst case, if they want to be cautious, okay, sit them on Thursday. You get a little extra time to get them ready for week two. Obviously, at that point, if he's not ready for week two, that's when my spidey senses start going crazy and, and – um, 
I think we would have ourselves a problem. Yep. So I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah. I, I get it, though. I'm kind of in between where the Bears are and where you are, but I totally understand why you are exactly uh, as skeptical as you are. So what do you, how are you feeling about the game as a whole? Where, where do you think things will end up? I feel really good, and I know I obviously, like probably a lot of people listening to this lovely podcast, and thank you, by the way, there's 55 cities worth of humans that have listened to us in 18 states, five countries. Thank you. You can follow us at, at Zero Doinks. Um, so I think all of us listening are feeling very, very good. And but I think it's for legitimate reasons. I don't think it's just Bears bias. I think as Khalil Mack said this week, I can't fucking wait to hit somebody. I mean oh, that. Oh, I don't know how you felt yeah. when you read that, but oh, whoa! I needed a new pair of pants. Um, so I, legitimately, I feel really good. I will be shocked if we lose, quite honestly. And I feel that's a dangerous yeah. place to be, especially against Aaron Rodgers. But that's truly how I how I feel. How about you? Yeah, I. I don't know why I keep thinking we're going to win like 24 to 10. That's a number that jumps Whoa. out to me. I don't know why. I like it. Uh, Panera will hit a field goal right at the end just to put a little nice Mwah. on the end of that. Eddie Pinero. Have you ever been to that restaurant, Eddie Pinero's? I have. It's delicious. Absolutely delicious. Um, Dan, what is your... What is your plan for game one? So you said you're going with Basil. Are you, yep. um, let's just say you don't go to Grant Park to see Chance the Snapper. Are you going to tailgate? Are you going to a local establishment? Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, so the plan is we'll get down there pretty early, maybe. I don't know. I want to get down there at noon. That feels aggressive. But we have a few people who are, who are tailgating. We're just going to bounce around a little bit, maybe slide into the stadium a little early. I just saw their giving away uh, Ditka bobbleheads. Whoa. Maybe I'll get involved in that. I honestly do not give a shit. But if I get it there early enough, have a few beers in the stadium. But I almost feel like if I'm there too early, my nerves are going to go through the roof. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm glad it's on this short work week because it feels you know it feels like Monday today, and it's like oh my god, we're 48 hours away. Uh, from just wrapping this game up at, at recording time. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I I feel real bad for you. You're you're gonna have to battle through your situation just to get in front of the TV. I know. So I know. And I'll drink quite a few beers in your on air. Oh, uh, thank you so much. Um, quick observation of you. You're a a rough guy, not a roof guy. Did I just hear that correctly, or did I get that backwards? You said your nerves are through the rough or roof. roof. Okay, good. I meant roof. Good. No, e I'm a roof. Guy. Either way, I'm just not rough. Like like it. I like it rough. Roof. <laughs> okay. I apologize. No, don't don't apologize. I've had a couple hams, so it's, it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know who I bet likes I it know. rough as well? Harry Heestand. Um, so who? <laughs> Is there any any one player or uh, one side of the ball that you're most looking forward to seeing on on Thursday? We've because we've missed real football for a long time. Preseason was yeah. a complete tease. What what are you most looking forward to outside of a victory? I'm always. I mean, I always lean offense just to see how Mitch is doing. But how can you not want to see our defense putting pressure on Rodgers? I mean, that's all. 
That's all I want to see. Mac and Max comments just took it to a whole nother level. It took me through the roof. <laughs> uh, but no, I think th- I think I'm I think I'm more excited to see kind of just what happens with our defense because we've I mean we haven't seen either side of the ball, but I just want to see those dudes get after it and see if it looks any different with Pagano. But what do you think? What are you, what are you feeling? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm picturing myself watching this game on YouTube TV, and I'm thinking – I'm picturing myself becoming very excited about the defense. I, I'm an offensive guy too. I love it. I can't wait to see Mitch's progression, which I truly believe is going to happen. I know you feel the same way. Um, yep. But it's been so long. So, like I keep thinking about – like I was going through the depth chart today because I am that much of a dork. I was trying oh, to compare yeah. – Bears depth chart versus Packers depth chart. So this is it's a little quiz for you, real quick. Um, yep. Personally, I I only found like three guys on the Packers depth chart, offense and defense, that you might rather have than the Bears number one. Um, I and I'm not going to go through each position because that would be so yep. boring. Okay. Yep. Uh, Aaron Rodgers over Mitch. I think we can all agree. Is it? Yeah. No, no, you're right. <laughs> Legitimately, you're yeah. Right. If we're if we're serious, um, yeah. Devonte Adams over Allen Robinson probably, but it's probably not as wide of a berth. And yeah. you know, maybe you could make an argument, right? A legit argument. But I think if you, I think if you swap those guys. I Good mean, Rodgers is making Adams who's who he is, so I'm not sure there's there's any really much of a gap. Yeah, there. that's legit. He's getting his stats because Rodgers is throwing him open. I think that's totally legitimate. Um, okay, we'll call that even. And then maybe, maybe, Jir Alexander, what is it, G- whatever. He's pretty awesome, their cornerback second-year guy. I don't, oh, I don't think I'd want him over Fuller, maybe over Prince. Like, you can make that argument. Yeah, I would probably take him over Prince. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Prince. Yeah, but outside of that. When's Prince going to get hurt? Yeah, that's the thing. And he's, yeah, he's going to, he's going to milk some weird injury. He's going to, you know, I'm always concerned that he's torn both hammies every time he's on the ground. It's, it's something weird that, that I think, I think it's his fault. I don't think it's a Bears fan watching the game's fault. He's very dramatic and maybe because his name is Prince. Makes sense. It's a great name. Anyway, it's uh, it's looking good for week one. We're feeling great. We took the Bears minus three, and we would have gone even harder no matter the line. It's Bears week one. On location at Ameristar Casino in East Chicago, Indiana, for the opening of a sports book, this is a very special Hams and Eggs with special guest Rick Fieldsman coming at you next. We're in Indiana somewhere. I believe it's something called East Chicago, and it's Ameristar. And it's smoking hot. We're here for a very special session of hams and eggs. This is our newest, our hottest, and most sensual segment, I believe, right? You know, we've been, this is shocking. 
Audience at home, if you take your pants off right now, I totally understand. We finally tracked down the elusive Rick Fieldsman. Rick, how in the hell are you doing today? Hello, fellas. It's great to be here on the Zoinks podcast. I am super, super excited. I just want to correct you. Did you just say Zoinks? It is, it is yeah, yeah, Zoinks, Zoinks the Scooby-Doo podcast. podcast. Okay, okay. Nope, wrong, but let's let's continue. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You look rough, Rick. <laughs> it's, it's been, been a long on. couple weeks. I know I've been trying to get here on the podcast. Had a bunch of car problems, some not having a license issues, and then traffic for the car that I didn't have. Just a, a bundle of errors that I've had. But Dan and Phil, it's great to finally meet you guys. Thank you, Rick. You know, it's, it is a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Um, you know, we've, we have a, a series of questions. I don't know if you caught the last hams and eggs. This is only the second time I have we've not done missed it. a single episode of hams and eggs, all one of them. So well, I that's do great. Understand I'm shocked you know what a podcast is. That is shocking news to me. I thought this was being televised. You know, it, it may be. We, uh, you're, one of your media guys is here with a camera, so you never know what's going so on. So we'll get the camera? Okay. I thought that was your attorney. That's not? No. no, no I don't know. Um, that is amazing. We have a series of questions lined up. We are going to poke some holes into your history, and we're just going to find out where it goes. I appreciate that. Uh, I have a dark and troubled past, and I'm more than happy to uh, be talking about that today. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad. Uh, you want to start it off with any questions you have? Now? Yeah. What, what the hell do you think an Ameristar is since we're here in the beautiful casino? Did, I don't think we let off. We're here at the opening of the sports book. It's That's just right. open. We buried the lead. Yeah, we buried the lead. We're this here. Is opening day. This is maybe the only way we get Rick in front of our faces. So, Rick, tell me what you think. The hell? What is an Ameristar to you? I, it's a, a fantastic establishment. It's by far the nicest place I've ever been to in my whole life. This is uh, East Chicago's finest, I believe. Uh, I think this casino is awesome. I haven't seen any of it. I just walked in the front door and sat down in the first chair I could. I was a little winded. Um, but, no, I'm quite happy to be here. Do you want to, Bill, tell us, uh, kind of walk us through when we walked in the door, what was the first question we got from security? Yeah, um, the, uh, the security guy asked us if we were here for any specific purpose, and, uh, you know, we had a bag full of wires, which must have made him nervous just indirectly, but, yes, we were here for a specific purpose, and that's to meet Rick Fieldsman. I would say security needs improvement, because, as you said, I just said, I just have my laptop in here, and my microphone just pretty much fell out of my bag. He asked no follow-up questions. Is that a euphemism for something? Your microphone falling out of your You'll bag? You never know. That is true. He knew he meant business. Yep, it's business. Uh, okay, so Bill, hit us with uh, hit Rick with a hard, hard, hard question. Rick. Um, yes, Phil. I, I notice that you're missing one of your thumbs. Given that handicap, how difficult is it to type? Well, I've never actually learned to type. Um, this keyboard layout, I've never quite gotten accustomed to. You know, it's a funny story when you think, look at my background. I actually went to Northwestern University, majored in journalism. Right about that time, typewriters were coming out, and I could never quite make the conversion over there. And it's very difficult times. It's not one that I like to talk about, but I'm glad you asked the question. Do you, uh, do you ever feel like you're discriminated against because you just have one thumb? I've never thought of it that way. I think that does make sense. I think that uh, in a very competitive field, I am running about 90% based on my finger allotment. Outside of that, though, I think, uh, I think I have the brains and the capacity to do this. 
It's arguable, but we appreciate the self-confidence. Do you think Roger and Ebert were just slapping you in the face with their movie reviews, giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Yeah, it's not one uh, that I've, I've thought about much. I'm not a movie guy. I've never actually seen any movies that I can think of right now. Um, really? I, yeah, 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 no, no movies. TV? You're a Netflix guy? Netflix and chill? No, I am a broadcast television. Uh, 2579. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's, that's mostly, mostly what, I, what I consume. My, my, yeah. You strike me as a big SVU guy. I can see that. Kind of, sometimes. Yeah. Sfu? Sfu? Yeah, I think that's how Not you familiar it. with it. Not familiar. Rick, would you mind just running us through your recent legal troubles in uh, the state of Illinois? Sure, sure. sure. Um, well, as you guys may or may not know, I currently work at Victory Auto Wreckers in Bensonville. Um, I do, I am on a tow truck. I run the tow truck. Um, do you know Victory Auto Wreckers? Are you familiar with of it? Of course. Dinosaur eating cars? Absolutely. Is that right? If you okay. that commercial sure they, they open, open up the door and the door completely falls off, that was me. That's actually me. That is me. That, oh, wow. Yeah, that, that is, is me. me. I thought that gentleman had thumbs. No. Two thumbs. No, this was before that. Um, so on that day, funny story, how I got to work at Victory Auto Wreckers. Uh, I was living in my car, in that car, and I needed some money for my hobby. So uh, they came. They offered me $60. I thought they were completely undershooting. I went to go in my car to drive away. The door fell off. So I took that $60 immediately. They said they liked my style, gave me a job on the spot. Whoa. So then at some what you bridged the gap for us? Then you became a Bears beat writer? No, no. no. So I've, uh, that was in the 80s. Um, I really was focused on collecting uh, Donruss-rated rookie cards. What's your, what's your best one? Give me your, hit me with your best rookie card. Uh, I think had. my favorite rated rookie would be a Conseco. I think that's like an 86 maybe? Maybe 86. I don't know. Not a big research guy, so I have no clue. Yeah, yeah I, I, I lost, I lost all those cards the next day after I started working there. So it was, a, it was an investment. It was tens of dollars that I had invested in these Donruss rated rookies. $60, I think, right? $60, yes. Tens, tens of, yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. But so those are gone. So then I started working at um, uh, driving the tow truck, and uh, I live in that tow truck. And my legal troubles really started when they found out I didn't have a license, and I still don't have a license. So, Rick, why do you continue to just say you're, like, going to meet us and you're stuck in traffic? When I was pretty positive you didn't have a license, but you continue yeah. to lie to us. How stupid do you think we are? You're an asshole. For that. No, no, I, that was actually traffic. It was sidewalk traffic, though. So it was walking. Yeah, there are a lot of people on the uh, sidewalks these days. So it's yeah. not actually a lot of construction on Ogden Avenue, kind of between Naperville and uh, Lyle. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly right. It's true, uh, Rick. Yes. Um, where did you lose your virginity? Uh, I I would say that that's still intact, if you would. And um, I would. Yeah, I would not make the 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 pre- presumption presumption. I'm not a big vocabulary guy, so sorry in advance. It's kind of fucked up for a writer. Well, well that's that's, that's, that's a it, it sure it does. does. But, but it's, it's great, great for, for Victory, Victory Auto Wreckers tow truck guy. Um. So, yeah, I would say intact would be the best way to describe that. Okay. All right. Okay, so your Twitter handle's at Rick Fieldsman. At Is that right? Rick Fieldsman. Yeah, it's All a good follow. Word. Your bio says you're a British royalty enthusiast. Correct. Who is your favorite British 
royalty personality today. And who's your least favorite? That's, That's a, a good, great question. question. So it's always been George Brett. He was always my favorite royal. Uh, I would say my least favorite right now is anybody who is uh, talking smack about my girl Meghan Markle. I don't know if you've seen in the news, but she's new to the royalty. Yeah, yeah. And it is... Uh, it's, she's a, lo- a local yes. 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 person, right? Yes. yes. From what I understand, she's not been well received, and it's just not right. So anybody who's in that Rick, yes. that's a hell of a story, first of yes. all. Second of all, what are the names of all of your cats? Yeah, uh, so funny story. You must have uh, gotten that off of my uh, Twitter profile. I'm actually allergic to cats, so I don't own any. Uh, I take my cat consumption all through the uh, the Internet when I go to the local library because I do not have uh, Internet for my tow truck where I currently live. So okay. I do look at a lot of pictures of cats, and uh, I don't actually own any, unfortunately. Did you see uh, there's a movie, the cats, the play? They're coming out with a movie. No, yeah. I think I mentioned that before, Dan. Uh, I've never seen the movie. Well, so. there is, and I would give it two thumbs up. Oh wow, those are fighting words that, right there. That was that was low. I apologize. I know that you, I'm still hurt. You, you, you know, Dan and Phil, you guys have been asking me to come on podcast for a while and i thought that yes. i would be welcomed here and this is a uh, this is not, not what, what i expected. expected okay i apologize I'll, I'll be cool from here on out you don't have to be it's fine um what's your biggest regret in your life it sounds like there's a few can you narrow it you down know, before we get to that question do you guys have any like onions or funyuns my blood onion levels are getting a little bit low um i was wondering if you have any no Funyuns? Ditka's here somewhere, so I feel like we could ask him, and he's always got a pocket full he's of onions. Onion, he's a big onion guy? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. Just look at him. The excitement, the excitement, excitement is getting bigger. Actually, I apologize that. I, blood onion levels are something that I watch closely, and every American should watch closely. So I appreciate the reach of this podcast where I can get out to them. Have you placed the wager yet? I have not, I have no, not. but uh, I am looking forward to going up to that, um, uh, that table up there, the counter, if you will. Yes. Uh, I don't have any money, uh, so that's going to be a bit of a problem. But I was thinking about asking nicely to see if I can get, like, a comp. We'll, no, we'll spot you. Hams is throwing a few bucks that's, at us, and we'll pass it along to you. Excellent, excellent. Who do you, who, who do you like in the Bears this week? Bears-Packers, Bears minus three. Hit, with, hit us with a feels yes, yes, I appreciate that. Um, so prior to this, I was reading through my program guide for the year. Unfortunately, I realized it was a 2007 program guide, so I'm a little bit off on who they're actually playing uh, yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still the Packers. They were the Packers, around the in Packers, 2007. The Packers. Yeah. The Packers. Green Bay. Yeah. Um, and what is, and the, what uh, is the, the line? The line? Three. three. Bears three. are given three. three. Favored yeah. by three. Minus three. So I think the Bears will score at least three points. Yeah, so I will go with the Bears. Okay. Yeah. Can't wait to spot you those bones. That's going to be I, great. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, uh, I've been wondering this, and I know the audience has too. When you're traveling for work, what would you consider a guilty pleasure? Mm. Well, I travel every day in my tow truck. Um, so I would say when the air conditioning in my tow truck's working, that is very guilty. Very guilty pleasure that I go after. Uh, every once in a while, I'll hit through a, um, like a, a drive-through to get some food. That's not okay. something I'm used to, so that's, that's actually something that I really appreciate as well. Uh, so those are both very – I feel guilty about doing those things, eating food, but I okay. do uh, – they are very pleasurable. Uh, Rick, have you even 
tried to get a, uh, a reporting job recently? I'm glad you asked. Like, I'm very yeah. glad you asked that. Um, so uh, British Royal Enthusiasts. So I was actually trying to become a, a beat reporter for the uh, British Royal Family. Uh, turns out it's very hard to do when in the U.S. and you've never actually been to England. So I decided to stop that. In 2018, I came to my fourth love, the Chicago Bears. I of course did what any uh, beat writer wants to do created a twitter handle and immediately tweeted the chicago bears asking for press credentials that yes. was coming up on 22 months ago i have yet to receive that response but the request is in there okay. and it's been it's been a hard time um what i am thankful for is that i quickly got five followers and those followers have doubled in size over the last 22 months that's right i'm here to announce i've officially reached double digit twitter followers and i am finally getting the reach that i i needed and uh that's that's where my focus is right now but okay. the uh the life of a chicago bears beat reporter is not easy i don't know you guys are in the media here how have you felt have you felt uh that you've been ostracized by some of the uh the players that, that be the people that be at the uh at the bears personnel front office even the back office if you have any comments about that curious to hear your experiences you know uh yeah i, I, I everything's been fine for me i don't know about you Dan. yeah no problems at all yeah. i had no issues getting into the gates at bourbon a yeah, really? for camp yep I was uh, actually looking for nah, you. Nah. I figured you'd just be milling around there throwing a football. No, I was at Bourbon A, and I waited uh, at, the, uh, at the press tent for a while, and they finally let me in when everybody left. So that was, um, that was a, not a very good experience. It was raining. All the press were uh, in, under a tent. They were all dry, and I was wet. What's the most important meeting that you've ever missed because of your irresponsibility, Rick? Oh, I had an appointment at the library the other week, and um, uh, the bus didn't pick me up. Uh, that meeting was... Uh, Why didn't you take your tow truck? It was in, it the, was shop. in the shop. Did what it have to, to get towed? You don't see that every day, a double towing. It, Sorry. It happens. I've seen that video. It does, it does, it does happen. happen. No, no, I'm not, I'm not a meeting guy, to be honest. What I am is a uh, more of a phone call kind of guy. Um, Pay phones are harder and harder to come by, so it's harder and harder to reach me. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't like meeting people. You don't like meeting people? Correct. Yeah, I, I, can, I can tell that based on. When was the last time you showered? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I had an Evian water bottle that I dumped on my head right before this, so I would say that's the closest, so maybe one hour ago. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's fair. You smell great. I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. I don't think he does. Yeah. I, it, I'm just it, being it's, nice. It's, I feel, feel bad about the thumb jokes. Yeah, no, it's, no, okay. it's, okay. it's, the, uh, it's the onions, though, that I ate this morning that are probably giving you that smell. Those, uh, they were in check this morning, currently falling. So hopefully we can get our hands on hands. So, uh, Dr. Fieldsman, why don't you give us your thoughts on Mitch and what kind of year he's going to have? And by Mitch, you mean Mitch Album. Album. Yep. Mitch, Mitch, yeah. And Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. You probably should know who this is if you're going to be a Bears beat writer. Like I said, like I said a lot of my research has been in 2007 Chicago Bears. All right, so who looks good in 2007? I would say, I it's, would a say it's a strong, strong team. team. Top okay. bottom, bottom. Uh, but Mitch, no, I have heard him when I was at Bourbon A. I did see him. Number 10, I believe, right? right. Number yes. 10. Yep, Number 10. yep, you got it. You know what? You know he what? is. Uh, he's going to bring the thunder this year, this year being his uh, his second year. Close. His third year. His third year. Yeah, third year. Yeah, third year. Uh, and I like where this Bears team is headed. 
I don't see any way they lose less than 10 games. I think that the defense might actually start playing offense at some point because they're going to be so strong. It's uh, it's a hot take that I have right now that I'm working on. Yeah, I like it. We I like smell hot a new segment. And I actually, yeah, yeah I, I, I typed that up. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a place to post my stories, so they exist on a Microsoft Works file okay. on, my, uh, on my computer. Okay. What I'm hoping is my computer gets hacked at some point, and those articles get out on the dark web and distribute from a kind of a grounds root operation. Yeah. So that's 22 months in the making, and I feel like I'm finally uh, making some traction there. Yeah, thank you. Is that where you lost your thumb on the dark web? It was, uh, it was a, uh, a darker web. Um, it's one, it was a little bit darker. No, it was actually a tow truck incident. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I was towing a truck, and it uh, got my thumb. Nothing much more to say about that. I, you know, I didn't want to press too hard, so to speak, regarding that lack of a thumb, but did you ever find it? Uh, I, I did. Um, at the time, I was eating a, a Sonic hot dog, and I think uh, a portion of that thumb made, have made its way into the, uh, the hot dog. Did you finish the hot dog? I did. It was delicious. It was one of those drive through moments, one of my guilty pleasures of eating. And... Uh, yeah, that thumb I was never ever able to recover on the uh, the back end, so to speak. Phil, I was meaning to ask you. We we did meet a while ago. When when was that? Do you remember when when that was? You know, uh, I don't. I were you the person I was trying to bail out of prison a few years ago? I do that anonymously nope. sometimes. No, no, that wasn't me. Where was it? Well, this just happens. A little backstory. It just so happens that Phil and I met at the. NFC Championship game for the 2005 season. Do you recall this? They played you know, a little team called the Saints. Yeah, you do recall I do. this? I do recall this. Oh, yeah. Here's let me yeah. paint you guys a story here. Top deck, Waldron deck. Yep. Yes. Phil. Phil yep. Senior. Yep. Mrs. Phil. Yep. All there. Rick starts walking, sees this nice group of people, and they invited me in. Right. That's right. That's right. Nine yes. thumbs. Doesn't disappoint the Phil family. Uh, we were, we met. We got excited. Yep. Uh, we we tailgated a little bit. We did. The uh, the Colts were playing the Patriots at the time. Yes. The Patriots are up twenty one nothing. We said we're going to win this thing, yep. and we're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And the Colts ended up winning. But we went in that game. Reggie Bush scored that touchdown. Did a flip into the end zone. Yep. And who's that guy? Uh, caught a pass uh, to get us in the lead. Bernard Berrien, I believe, had a nice pass. Oh yeah. Pass. Oh, and they ended up number eighty. They ended up winning. And if the snow started falling, and it was a beautiful moment. It was you know, when I did, I walked back out to that Waldron deck, and I was hugging the Phil family like you wouldn't believe. I believe there's some Swisher Sweets involved at the oh, time. Absolutely. Popping a little bit. of Phil Sr. was throwing those down. Oh, yeah, sucking them down. And oh, yeah. uh, the champagne was popping. The snow was falling. Yeah, Phil was hugging me, Rick. Uh, this Phil, Jr., yeah. And senior, I believe. I believe there are yeah. dual hugs. A, yeah. But that was, when I think about uh, the Chicago Bears and meeting Phil, I mean, that, that's where the stars aligned for me. That's, it that's was a, a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful I moment. I did not. You look a lot different 14 years later. Yeah, 14 years has done a lot on me. I've done a lot. Uh, living in that truck, uh, there's a certain diesel smell that never really leaves you. It's the diesel. <laughs> it's the onions. It's the nine thumbs. It's the, the, the library visits. It's, uh, it's been a tough life. It's been a very hard life. Um, I would say things are getting better for me. That would yeah. be a lie. Okay. That would be a lie. 
Yeah, uh, I obviously am happy with the Twitter followers. Not exactly the growth projection I had wanted. Uh, hopefully, this gives me some reach. What, what's your current uh, viewer base here? You know, we <laughs> we're in 16 states and three different countries, really? my friend. That is right. Because you're not much of a research guy, but you actually looked that up. Oh, I check it. Oh, yeah, okay. I am addicted to checking that Buzzsprout site. I want to see where the ears are being hit by zero doinks. Oh, man. I mean... Dan and Phil, you guys got just a, a special sauce here. I don't know what you're brewing up. What's in the witch's brew? This is a lot of hams. A lot of hams. Is this, uh, is this segment brought to us by Ham still? Is this uh, a ham? It oh, is. hams and eggs, it's called. Hams, hams and, and eggs. eggs. Yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Thanks for that. paying attention, Rick. Yeah, um, I was not. So I'm glad this is hams and eggs still. Well, Rick, you look like absolute shit, but this has been delightful. Well, I just want to thank you. Um, would you mind if I plugged my social media? Go for it. Okay. Uh, on the Twitter, you can find me at Rick Fieldsman, all one word. On the Instagram, newly created account. By the way, tried to get a verified account, typed in my name, typed in my username. Guess what they asked for next? A driver's license. Oh. Discriminating. <laughs> Absolutely discriminating against me. So Your shit together. Yeah, Instagram. so I'm hoping, I'm hoping somewhere here in East Chicago I can find a, a fake to be made somehow. But that is, uh, those are my uh, handles, Instagram, at Rick Fieldsman. And it is just an absolute pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. I can't wait to give you 20 bucks for you to put, just absolutely flush it down the toilet, not knowing anything about how to bet on sports. I, which, well, well, three, three points. points. Like, you think, think the Bears will score three points on Thursday? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, take the over on that. Okay, on the over. All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree. But I don't think you know how it works, so. Oh, no. I'm probably just going to give you a 10 now. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take it. it. Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully I can be invited back. Uh, if any of you guys have a spare bedroom this evening, that would also be appreciated. Nope, not I. I'll have to, I'll have to look in my house again and see. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. This has been Hams and Eggs with Rick Fieldsman. Hams and Eggs. We'll see you next segment. We love you. Hams and Eggs was brought to you by Ameristar Casino East Chicago. With a crime rate of 41 per 1,000 residents, East Chicago has one of the highest crime rates in America. One's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime here is 1 in 24. Ameristar Casino East Chicago. You might as well give us your money before someone else takes it from you. Does Dan like the Gophers this week? How about Bill's Illini? It's the Big Ten Minute. Welcome back to Zero Doinks. Big Ten Minute, second straight week we're going to do this. No offense, Dan, but I have a one-game lead in the standings. I'm 1-0, you're 0-1. I don't even feel bad about it. I feel great about it. So, sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm not sure we could just jump into this yet without kind of talking about what happened with Fieldsman. Was that weird? That was weird, right? It was weird. He looked... He looked bad. He looked real beat up. He did not look well. And 
something's yeah the thumb thing i'm glad you brought it up the thumb that was an issue for me i was shocked at how little he knew about the bears and maybe sports in general so i don't know if anyone will enjoy it i enjoyed sitting in front of him i think it got a little frustrating but yeah i did weird I didn't like him. I'll be honest. I really wanted to like we've been communicating online for so many years. And yep. I know he said he he's never watched a movie. I I did a little research on uh, an old Twitter handle that he had. He tweeted a lot about the duck cuck video. So uh, he was so full of shit and I should have called him out for it, but I didn't I didn't have that information at my fingertips at the time. Uh Weird. Speaking of uh, Duck, I'm sorry about your boy, Clifton Duck. Thank May you. he rest in peace and another career. I don't know. I don't know yeah, what we, it, was do, a, it was a rough, rough weekend for our, the guys was, who were hanging our hats on, uh, if you will. Yeah, right back to you, uh, at you rather, with Ian Bunting. I am, I am so sorry. You put all of your eggs in Bunting's basket. And uh, the yeah, the Easter Bunny did not deliver for you. I don't know egg jokes. No, I should have made a duck no, joke. There. Damn it, duck duck eggs. All right, all right. Big ten minutes. Sorry, we got off the rails there. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The Gophers looked pretty shitty last week. They kind of looked like every other Gopher team who dominates in a bowl game. You're like, ooh, the offense has figured it out. Oh, we have a quarterback who could throw. No, they looked like shit. They almost lost to a one double A school. But that being said. They're given three on the road at Fresno State, who they beat last year. Fresno State was pretty awesome. I think they had two losses, and one of them was against the Gophers, which was shocking. They won right at the end. But Gophers really shouldn't be given anyone points on the road right now, especially after that uh, that showing last week. But I'm going to go ahead and do it. Gophers minus three is my pick. I, I love it. Uh, if I were a betting man, which I am, I would avoid that game altogether. But one game I would not avoid is yep. the Fighting Illini at UConn Saturday afternoon prime time. Probably not two thirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Illini unbelievably are twenty point favorites on the road. There, maybe in my lifetime, they have not been twenty point favorites on the road against anybody. So this is exciting, a little nerve wracking. Um, I feel like the public, although right now I saw 91% is on the Illini, which makes me also really? nervous. That's crazy with as many points as that is. I think the Illini might be sneaky decent this year. I suggested that last week. I'm sure many a podcast listener laughed at that. They look pretty good. Brandon Peters is, I don't know, I, I was about to call him very solid. I've only watched 60 minutes of his career, <laughs> so I, I shouldn't say that at all. Maury Safer! Exactly. I am... I'm going to line I minus 20 and I'm feeling great about it. Um, you know, I, I don't know about you. What would you do if you were faced with that dilemma? I, I mean, I don't know shit about UConn football, but you told me that line was 20. And I, I, I honestly thought you were messing with me. I went and looked it up and that was mind blowing. Yeah. The line I given 20 on the road is nuts. I would take That's the points, but yeah. I respect your love for the Illini. So um, I hope for the best, Bill. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You really tug at every one of my heartstrings. And this has been Big Ten Minute. Big Ten! Zero Dykes!
It's See Me After Class. This week's spotlight shines on Mike Mulligan. A staple. Yes. <laughs> See Me After Class. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even See Me After Class. This is See Me After Class. I won't, David. I won't. Shit-stirring troll. A passive-aggressive tweeter. And just a complete weird. See Me After Class. Alright, it's game week. I'm excited to see who's getting the goddamn heat from the local Chicago media and see me after class. Phil, hit me with it. Thank you, Dan. Another incredible intro from you. This week's spotlight shines on Brad Biggs. Sweaty. Brad has covered the Bears since 2001 first with the Sun-Times and then flipping over to the Trib in 2009. Brad learned how to write at the University of Missouri, where presumably he majored in fried dough. Brad's articles typically are not terrible. He's above average at his job. You even might hear him as a regular guest on the Mully and Haw show, breathing very heavily and most likely becoming drenched with the meat sweats about halfway through the interview. So why, pray tell, is Brad being featured today? Two reasons. One, Brad has become complacent. So much so that it's starting to leak into his work similar to that days-old meatball sauce you can't quite get out of your jeans. Two, Brad is way oversensitive. More on that in a minute. First, Let's look at Brad's work at the Trib and how it's just not as good as it used to be. Don't believe me? Let's hear from writer Jeff Hughes of TheBearsBlog.com. Jeff recently wrote, quote, Brad Biggs has lost his fastball. He was the best Bears beat writer for a decade, and his Monday 10 Things was the only must-read of the week. Neither of those things is remotely true anymore. One thing you should know the organization hated that Phil Emery leaked so profusely to Biggs. They love that Pace does not. There are people in the building who actively root against Biggs getting stories, unquote. Now, none of us can vouch that the current powers that be at Hallis Hall are anti-Biggs, but I can absolutely believe it. During my very brief time of being employed by the Bears, it was clear that no one enjoyed Brad's attitude, or Mike Mulligan's, for the record. But to Brad's credit, it's not his job to make friends with the front office or staff. He's supposed to be objective while obtaining and working sources, but I do find it interesting that those sources have run dry now that pro-football-focus-humping Phil Emery is no longer in charge of the personnel decisions at Hallis Hall. And maybe that explains why Brad Biggs got so unbelievably oversensitive on New Year's Eve 2017, when after the Bears lost to the Packers to conclude that 17 regular season, Brad found out that he had to go to Hallis Hall for a press conference on New Year's Day at a time that was not yet determined by by the franchise. If you recall, January 1st, 2018 was the day that John Fox was fired and Ryan Pace, to the dismay of David Haw, was granted a contract extension. Credit where it's due, McCaskies. Those were two great decisions. But look out! The timing of those decisions really ticked off Brad Biggs. The press conference, <laughs> press conference ended up being at 4 p.m. on New Year's Day. 
after Pace had to do all those pesky player and coach exit interviews, you know, do his job. Sorry that Pace wasn't thinking about your New Year's Day schedule, Brad. Relax. That cauldron of meaty, gassy chili will still be there for you when you get home later that night, you gluttonous Missouri Tiger bastard. Anyway, Brad's complaint about the press conference <laughs> led to a debate on that same New Year's Day 2018 on 670 The Score. Recent graduate of the University of Alabama's online diploma mill, Lawrence Holmes, was talking to Danny Parkins about the scheduled press conference, and Lawrence was standing up for Biggs. Lawrence said that the press conference should be at 2 p.m., not 4 p.m., because Lake Forest is far away or something? Parkins said he doesn't want to hear media people crying, and Lawrence said that's an easy stance for you to take which must have been a reference to Lawrence being all-knowing since he used to cover the Bears beat for the score. Anyway, here's where Biggs comes in again, as well as a clear example of my second complaint. On January 12, 2018, on Twitter, Biggs broke the news of Vic Fangio returning as defensive coordinator to then-new Bears head coach Matt Nagy's staff. Dan Bernstein read this tweet in real time on his show and naturally discussed the news for a while, until transitioning to Danny Parkins' show. A funny thing happened during Parkins' show, though. When Danny searched his personal Twitter account to find Brad's tweet, he couldn't find it. He then searched his show's account, and he couldn't find Biggs' tweet from there either. Parkins got blocked from Brad Biggs on Twitter because of something that Parkins said on the air that wasn't even personal. That is beyond lame and shows that even when your skin is super, super thick on the outside, it doesn't mean that you're not hypersensitive to even the most meager of criticism. Look, Brad, your job is to report on the Bears news in front of you. Sometimes that leads to you criticizing players, coaches, or front offices. If you yourself complain about something as stupid as having to work on New Year's Day at the end of a football season, which is your job, guess what? You're opening yourself to criticism, too, and you deserve it. Instead of blocking people on Twitter who dare take you to task, why don't you be an adult and ignore the commentary, like I'm sure the subjects of your articles do to you? Brad, you once blocked both me and a friend of mine on Twitter because I tagged him in a tweet that I sent to you about, I don't even know, I was probably ripping you for a hot take you had on Pernell McPhee or something. Block me all you want, Brad. I might even deserve it. But please, for the love of all that is holy, unblock my friend at Gopher Bones. He can't see your tweets. He needs your tweets. Just like the Global Climate Change Alliance needs your size 5X cargo shorts to plug that gaping hole in the ozone. So, Brad, stop being so snowflakey and know that Bears meatball fans like us would appreciate if you found your fastball again and you started writing better words more often. You've done it before. You can do it again. But until you do, Brad Biggs, see me after class! Zero Doinks is, of course, brought to you by Ham's Beer. 
Thank you to our listeners in the Philippines. And to say thank you, I will do an ad in your native language. Ang maga hams. I Hindi lamang ang pinkadinkalang beer. Ditto say America. Nungit misayin kazama ang anting maga capited sa ibig bansa si Filipinas. Banga mari kaming... Magasalita imbang wika ay mari nating ay hat ang semi. This is getting long. I'm sorry. Nakung hindi ka yuniman nin hams ikwa ang pinka malinking puki sa mundo, which of course means hams is not only the greatest beer here in America, but can be enjoyed with our brothers and sisters overseas in the Philippines. Although we may speak another language, we can all agree that if you don't drink hams, you're the world's biggest pussy. Thank you, hams. Sin has creepy hair. Last big Tim. Timmy. Tim. Finish it up. And What? What? Work for us. Say it again. Huh? Sammy D. Sammy D. Right, you're done. All right. Drew McDonald. Very predictable and also very. Nice job, Tim. Bye, Tim. Sex. You're still not going to win the dick, are you? Thanks, last pick. See you in 12 months, you piece of shit. 20 bucks says they've already been picked, though. You're fucking whole wrecking.